Welcome back to another episode of Salesy. Today, I am really excited with who are we talking to today because this is somebody who I have gotten the pleasure of knowing on Instagram and has made a really big impact in my business without having to do one-on-one coaching. So Addison Bowen is a business coach turned hypnotherapist and mindset coach. She uses subconscious mind to help entrepreneurs release limiting beliefs to welcome in abundance to their business and lives almost saying fuck it to the rules so this is going to be really impactful for those of you who maybe you're doing the journaling maybe you're doing the work and you're not seeing as much progress as you would like hypnotherapy is going to be super beneficial to you I am so excited for y'all to meet Addison and to just dive into this episode more. Addison, welcome to Salesy. Hello, I'm so excited to be here. I am honestly so excited to have you here. I feel like everything you post on Instagram, I'm like fist pumping and being like, yeah, this is exactly (laughs) what people need to hear. And it's really interesting because I've actually never heard your story about how you have gotten into business mindset coaching and hypnotherapist. So if you want to start there, how did you get started with all this? Yeah, that's a great question and a long winded answer. So I will pick the most important pieces, but I think that, um, one of the coolest parts about my story is that I was actually in nursing school nursing school when I started my business. And prior to like starting my business, I was really into holistic healing, was really into Eastern medicine, just like healing holistically. I have a couple of autoimmunes. And when I was diagnosed with them, you know, of course their doctors are like, here's all these pharmaceuticals. And I was like, whoa, 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 wait, like I'm young. Like, um, is there a better way to heal this? And that kind of got me into learning about the mind-body connection and just about like living a more holistic life. And so that being said, I always wanted to do something that was, you know, a career that involved some sort of holistic healing that empowered, you know, women to take control of their lives or their bodies or their health. And so prior to starting my business, the reason that I was going down the path of nursing was because I was like, there's honestly no way to make money doing what I want to do, whether it's like, you know, acupuncture or herbalism or, you know, hypnotherapy or whatever. I didn't really see a clear path to making money doing that, especially where like ingrained, you know, growing up, it was like, go to college, get a good job. Like, this is how you're going to make money. And so I think the coolest thing about my story really does, um, you know, basically bring full circle the power of the mind and how like when you shift those beliefs of what you were told as a child you really can create you know a life that you love or really do a career in what you're meant to um be following and so you know essentially I started in the business space I think like a lot of people as a virtual assistant and then as an online business manager so I was essentially helping Um, six and seven figure coaches scale their business through backend systems, launch strategy, sales strategy, and was really like the go-to in the online business management world. And so that kind of turned into me then coaching other online business managers and, um, you know, teaching other people how to 
do um, online business management, how to actually, you know, implement launch strategy into a coaching business, what's like good systems actually look like so that you're not, you know, on your computer 24 seven. And um, I realized as I was doing this, just this gap in mindset, both in myself and in the people that I was coaching, and even in the health coaches that I was, you know, helping implement um, the strategy is like kind of just these, these very similar themes that would come up around like feeling like you have to work more to make more money or having a fear around having not having a degree in what you're doing or you know just very similar mindset things always came up and I myself when I launched my first group program as a a coach realized that like I had all the strategy in the world. I was working with a business coach at the time. We mapped out my full launch like I had every strategy piece in the world but I held myself back in like fully showing up for that launch and fully like marketing myself because I was constantly worried about what others were thinking about me or whether my content was good enough or, you know, whether I was saying the right thing or, you know, the list goes on. And so I was like, okay, like there's a clear mindset gap here, both in my students and in myself. And like, I'm the type of coach that is like, I want to help my clients as much as possible. And I want to actually help them. I don't want to just give like band-aid strategies And so I actually started hypnotherapy myself because I had this major, like I said, um, you know, fear of really what other people were thinking about me, this fear of being seen or this fear of judgment. And it, again, really prevented me from showing up to my first, um, for my first launch. And so I started implementing hypnotherapy for the fear of being seen. And I almost immediately saw a shift in how I showed up online. I went from, you know, showing up on lives or not even able to do my first live and like shaking and, you know, sweating or whatever, getting really red and like it being the most terrifying thing to it just being something that I was so confident in, like really immediately. So hypnotherapy shifted a lot for me, um, combining hypnotherapy with the strategy that I had, you know, implemented both from my business coach and just from the, um, you know, my own learnings throughout being in the online space actually sold out my first launch at $35,000, which was like crazy at the time for me. I was like, holy crap. I was just scared to even, um, you know, show up. And then this is what I've created by actually fully putting myself, um, you know, at fully, like, I guess, showing up fully, like allowing myself to be seen. And so it shifted my life. And then I almost immediately invested in getting certified myself because I started learning about the subconscious mind and just how like mindset work in general is typically dealing with the conscious mind, which doesn't actually create any shifts in our lives or, you know, in our subconscious mind is really the goal getter when it comes to money and success and, you know, just being happy in life. And so I went on to get certified myself, both in hypnotherapy and neuro-linguistic programming. And then since then have done many advanced certifications, have continued my education and have really, um, you know, expanded and niched down in the entrepreneurial space, both in strategy and mindset. And um, yeah, I mean, the results with my business and also with my client's business in utilizing subconscious reprogramming, like speak for themselves. If you ever scroll through my page, Um, but it is, it's just, it's such a big part of my life now that, um, I'm super excited to chat about it today. I didn't know you were a nursing school dropout. I (laughs) survived one semester of pre-nursing school and realized, uh, this is not for me. It's very competitive. And I was like, uh, 
I'm okay with this, which now knowing what I know, I would have been a nurse in the pandemic. So I I'm glad it didn't like pan out the way it did for people who have never experienced hypnotherapy. Can you give like a little bit of rundown? Because I feel like there's so much stigma around it. Like when I try to explain it to other people, they always get that whole, like, you know, you're getting very sleepy and those types of things. Mm-hmm. How do you actually describe it? Cause it's not like that when you finally experience that. Yeah. So I think the most important thing that I like always do when I'm working with a new client that is, um, you know, has never experienced hypnotherapy is obviously all of the, um, you know, myth busting because we have seen with time, like I know I used to, I feel like I've even in like fifth grade had a hypno or a hypnotist come in, um, to like do a hypnotist show, like as a, you know, whatever, whatever those are called, like, um, the assemblies or whatever in school. And then I also, you know, had seen on, in movies or in um, America's Got Talent, like the hypnotist come on stage. And I, so it always felt like this like woo woo thing to me. It almost felt like magic shows. Like you, you know, that like the magic isn't necessarily real, but there's some trick, you know what I mean? That people are like doing to get the people to cluck like a chicken or sing on stage or whatever. And so that was like some of the skepticism, like I had gone into it with as well too. And so, you know, most people believe that it is mind control or that it is, um, you know, some like woo woo spiritual religious thing, or that they are losing consciousness or that they're going to feel hypnotized and at a baseline hypnosis and, um, hypnotherapy is simply just relaxation. So I tell my clients in sessions all the time, like if you're relaxed, then you're doing it right. Basically, you know, what we're doing in hypnosis or in hypnotherapy and, and hypnosis just means sleep in Greek, but we're not actually asleep. We're just kind of altering your brainwave state, which I'll talk about in a second. Um, and then hypnotherapy is the, the use of hypnosis to then, um, you know, move people through things therapeutically and to help them achieve like a desired goal. But I tell people all the time that, um, you know, just like you were born to breathe, you were born to be hypnotized. And what I mean by that is that in hypnosis, we are accessing a very natural brainwave state called the theta brainwave state. You access this state when you are right about to fall asleep, when you are waking up in the morning for about 20 minutes, when you are zoned in on a really good book or TV show, and you really feel like you're almost immersed in the story. Um, Even when you're driving and you know the route like home so well that when you, um, you know, get home, you're like, oh, I don't really remember taking that turn. You're kind of on autopilot. And so we access this state naturally. Um, I don't want to say hundreds of times throughout the day, but multiple times throughout the day, like really intense focus and creativity as well too. So when people say, oh, I can't be hypnotized or, you know, that that's just whatever. I'm like, babe, like you are multiple times a day. You're in that beta brainwave state, like when you're waking up in the morning, when you're falling asleep. And so the reason why hypnotherapy is so powerful is because in that beta brainwave state, we essentially um, are kind of bypassing the conscious mind, which is our critical thinking mind. And we are creating this intense focus into the subconscious mind. So it kind of gives us a gateway to the subconscious mind and the subconscious mind houses 
basically everything. It's 95% of our overall brain power, the conscious mind only being 5%. So the subconscious mind is all of our habits, our long-term memory, our routine, our values and beliefs, um, everything basically that we saw, heard, and experienced from the ages of zero to eight really lives there as a part of who we are and makes us who we are today. And so basically the best way to describe it is that it's essentially like a computer program. And if you think about a computer program or a computer in general, it has to be programmed before it actually works or before, um, you know, it knows how to show up for you. Right. And so the subconscious mind is that same way um, between the ages of zero and eight, it is essentially programmed to make you who you are today. And then it continues to operate based on that programming. So in hypnosis, while we're in that theta brainwave state, which is again, just a relaxed state, it's very similar to, you know, relaxing in like meditation, but obviously more powerful because we're actually using it for therapeutic purposes. Um, we have access to that subconscious mind to change the programs and to change how you show up in the world. And so that's like the very basic, like, you know, explanation of what it is. And I guess you can just let me know if you have any other questions, but that's kind of the spiel that I give people when they are first coming into it and are new. I think the most important thing is to realize like how powerful your subconscious mind is, how it's basically a mirror or, um, you know, a script for what your life looks like today because of those programs. And, um, and then, you know, realizing in hypnotherapy, we have the access to change those things. I think it's one of those things you can explain it all day long, but until you actually experience it, it's kind of like you can only know so much until you do. And the interesting thing about that for a lot of people is, once you experience hypnotherapy, I feel like most people become like a really big fan of it. Just one, the deep like relaxation. It is nice to get into like being able to relax and just kind of, I feel like I could turn like my brain off of the, just like the conscious, almost ADHD stream of conscious constantly. When I like, sometimes when I meditate, it's still like that where with like hypnotherapy, I can definitely feel like it just feels like it's like it gets quiet and it kind of shuts off and it gets into the relaxation. I think the other thing too is like having an open mind about it because when it comes to mindset, as you've already kind of mentioned, you know, if 95% of our subconscious or our like thinking and processing is happening in our subconscious brain, that is where our mindset is also existing and living and where you have mentioned, and I've heard you talk about it a lot, a lot of mainstream mindset is focusing on the conscious brain which is why I feel like sometimes, you know, myself or other people don't see the results that they think they would just from doing some of the practices. But it is, again, one of those things like you just have to have an open mind. I remember the first time I did hypnotherapy, I didn't know. And so I was just like going into it like, oh, this could be like fun. I had experienced, if you've experienced EMDR in therapy, it's similar, but different, but it is kind of the same type of relaxation. When it comes to mindset coaching and the subconscious, what are some common blocks that you see in entrepreneurs that maybe is not really resolved through the normal things that we think about mindset of like limiting beliefs and journaling and some of those other things that hypnotherapy can help people with? 
Yeah. So I think first, like the most important thing to touch on is like what mindset even means when we're talking about that, because it's actually a lot simpler than we think. And this is why like hypnotherapy again is so powerful. And I agree. Like I tell everyone like coming in with an open mind is like the biggest thing. Like you might see insane shifts from one session. It might take, you know, six months, depending on like what we're working on, but coming in with an open mind and then just being open um, to seeing those shifts is like so important and powerful. Like, but um, mindset essentially just is the thoughts that we have. That's, that's really all mindset means is, is thoughts and beliefs. And um, the reason why, like, you know, like you said, typical mindset coaching, where we're just kind of accessing the conscious mind isn't super, like, doesn't shift a lot for people in their actual, you know, day to day is because those thoughts come from our beliefs and our values um, in our subconscious mind. And our thoughts and our, you know, create our emotions and our emotions then create our, our actions in life. And so to actually change anything in our, our physical life or, or around us physically, we have to actually get to the root of the belief to then, you know, change the thoughts, to then change the emotions, to then change the action that we're taking in our lives. So it really is this kind of like domino effect where all of a sudden you're like, oh, I feel so much more confident or, oh, I'm not stressed about money anymore, you know? And like, sometimes it's really, really massive shifts. And then sometimes it's like really small synchronicities, but um, some of the, like the major things that I see, you know, like blocks for entrepreneurs and I would say just for people in general are mostly revolved around self-belief, self-trust, um, confidence, which I think kind of like intertwines with that. Money is a major one that I'm that I'm covering, you know, with a lot of people. So blocks with money, I would say like if you grew up hearing money doesn't grow on trees or, you know, being rich is bad or rich people are bad or any kind of like, you know, statement as a child like that, you probably have money blocks. And then also how your parents um, handled or your caregivers handled or responded to money in your life. So if you heard a lot of like, we're broke or, um, you know, ha grew up with like a scarcity mindset around you around spending money. Um, you probably have money blocks. And so that's a major one. Um, outside of that, I would say, you know, in business, it's a lot of imposter syndrome that can be based on, you know, previous beliefs. It's um, fear of success, also fear of failure. I would say fear of success actually is more prevalent than fear of failure, which is really interesting. Um, and then a lot of these things intertwine too. And then because, you know, like I said, our subconscious mind is a mirror for our lives. Like we also need to realize that like a lot of the struggles that we have in life, like let's say, um, if you guys know anything about attachment styles and you have an anxious attachment style that can really easily bleed into business. And so we're not only looking at like what is happening in your business, but what is happening in your life that is then mirroring into business and, um, you know, what is the root cause of, of that thing? So then we can release it. The, the great thing about subconscious beliefs is we, it's not always about like removing the, the belief. It's about making a new belief stronger. So let's say, you know, you have imposter syndrome because of something you experienced as a child or you have a fear of success. It's not necessarily about completely getting rid of that thing. It's, it's about making a new belief of like, 
increase confidence or, you know, excitement around success bigger. And then sometimes as well too, it's simply just about becoming aware of what the block is. So you can release it and be aware of like where you might self-sabotage. So I think, you know, with any of these beliefs, and again, I could talk about this forever. So if I've sparked more questions, let me know. Um, but with any of these beliefs, you know, the typical thing that I see in entrepreneurship is that because our subconscious mind is that mirror and it really just seeks to keep us safe, it seeks to stay within the programming that I mentioned before, um, we end up self-sabotaging a lot. So like just a great example of this is, let is let's say you have um you know this cycle in business where you gain a lot of momentum and you sign a few clients and then the minute you sign clients you know one thing happens with a client and all of a sudden you're not super confident anymore um you know this really takes down your confidence and then you don't feel motivation to show up and online anymore. You maybe lose a client and you don't have a pool of hot leads. So it's like the cycle of like, oh my gosh, I'm stressed about money. Oh my gosh, I'm not motivated. Oh my gosh, like I can't get myself to show up every day. A lot of people think that's like a consistency issue, but that's actually a mindset issue. And what that could pull back to is a fear of success. Maybe you think that it's bad if you make more money or you think it's bad because of your subconscious programming or because of how you grew up um, to be successful or, you know, that also could be a fear of failure. And so a lot of times it's like getting to the root of what is that for you. And that's why it's really powerful to work with, um, you know, someone that does subconscious programming one-on-one. Um, so that you can shift that, become aware of it so that you soft, stop self-sabotaging. So let me know if any of that sparked any questions, but I wanted to give an example that I've, I've seen a lot of people, um, you know, have as well too, because there's so many nuances to mindset and to limiting beliefs, but I think those are some of the top ones. It's so interesting that you talk about fear of success, because that was something that I never experienced in business. I wasn't afraid of being successful. And maybe that I did like go through, I mean, I completed like a four-year degree and I'm not saying that like college prepped me for business at all, but it did kind of help me see like the light at the end of the tunnel where that's something I'm hearing a lot more of with entrepreneurs where it's not really as much this fear of like failing. It's more of this fear of like, what if I actually get what I want. And it's, you know, for some people, it's so much better than the current reality and it's adjusting the identity. I think there's so much self-identity and entrepreneurship of struggling and we glorify the struggle of like, oh, I struggled. And then I pulled myself out and this amazing win happened. What I loved that you mentioned though, was the fact that your self-sabotaging is you going back to what your subconscious believes. And for a lot of people, I think they take it so hard where it's like something has to be wrong with me, like air quotes wrong with you when it's actually like, no, this is just your belief system. And your subconscious is like, it's going to redirect you back to that belief system. And you can change that belief system where a lot of people are hearing the, oh, you just need to show up more. You just need to be more consistent. And you, you know, sometimes it's just like, just doing more when it's like, well, even doing more, the actions aren't going to pair up to what you want them to do. When it comes to mindset versus strategy, for somebody who maybe is struggling to be consistent in their business, where would you kind of draw the line? I know they're interconnected, but where would you be like, this is more of a mindset issue and this is more of like a strategy issue? 
Yeah, that's a great question. And um, I also just love everything that you just said, because it's all, it's also true. I tell my clients, you know, like we have these big breakthroughs where we see, you know, something from childhood or something that was said or a fear that comes up, you know, and there, you know, in the past was maybe a level of shame, like, why can I not stay motivated? Or why can I do this? And it's such a like, permission slip to be like oh like my brain is literally just trying to protect me and that's why it's so hard for me to stay you know consistent or to stay motivated and so it's this level of like okay like I'm literally just trying to keep myself safe like that's what's happening here so it releases the shame and then it's like you understand like all of that self-sabotage was unconscious you're not aware of why you're doing it you're just seeing the physical manifestation of that fear which could be procrastination or lack of motivation or you know anxiety or whatever it is and so it's a big fat permission slip too to just be like okay like this is just we're just trying to keep me safe here and it's okay like there's a way to move through this so it's really powerful um as far as like the mindset and the strategy I they are so interconnected like you I just wholeheartedly believe like you cannot have one without the other there's a reason why you know big CEOs that we know or big businesses that we know um, or, you know, multi seven figure business owners like meditate every day and do the mindset work like it's it's because like it's just so needed. Um, but let's like use consistency as the example. Um, I think that, you know, if you are someone that struggles with a lack of consistency, um, I would look at two things. One, I would ask yourself like, do I actually have the, we'll just use strategy or sorry, consistency in like posting regularly or marketing yourself regularly. The first thing that I would look at is like, do I actually have like the strategy in place that I feel confident in to, you know, show up consistently. So let's say like, you are a coach and you know nothing about marketing because you do health coaching or you do like nutrition or something like that. And when it comes to like social media, you are pulling something from um, content from like the notes app, your notes app every day. And it's just random ideas and there's no actual strategy to it. And you have no idea how to sell on your stories. The first thing I would do there is say that we need to get confident in your strategy because at that point, it's like, okay, we don't know if this is a mindset issue because you don't actually have the strategy to implement. Um, and so in that case, then I would say that's more of a, that's more of a strategy issue. We need to get confident in um, your marketing and your sales strategy first. If, and this is where like things came in for me, like I mentioned before, where I had the full like launch plan, I had the marketing strategy, I had all those pieces, I knew how to create that strategy myself and to, um, you know, really customize it to what I was launching in my business because of my expertise. But then also I had a coach that was helping me walk through that. That was very like masculine business strategy, but it didn't matter that I had all of that laid out because I was too afraid to actually speak on the program, to actually sell. I had issues around being seen. I couldn't go live. Like I was even sometimes nervous to show up on my stories. Like I wanted to get on TikTok, but every single day I was like, well, what if I get a hate comment? Like I had all of these fears and so at that point, that's when we know, okay, like this has nothing to do with being confident in your strategy. And this has everything to do with like a deeper rooted fear around showing up on social media or, you know, a fear of being seen in my case. And so again, like, I do think that they go hand in hand, but that's a great way to kind of differentiate, like, where do I need, you know, the support here moving forward. And um, consistency is like a really, really big one. And I think consistency looks different for everyone, but 
in business, consistency is key. And what hypnotherapy really allows us to do is also move away from like allowing our emotions to control or dictate like our day-to-day movement. So there's a lot of days like where I just don't feel like showing up or don't feel like selling. But what hypnotherapy has allowed me to do is bypass that and create discipline rather than just like spurts of motivation or spurts of willpower. It's like, no, this is just something that we do. It's integrated it into a part of my habit and a part of my routine. And so when I'm having, you know, an issue on a day-to-day or something's not working, I'm really able, easily able to differentiate like, okay, this is probably, you know, maybe a subconscious thing that I'm experiencing, or, you know, maybe I just need to tweak my strategy a little bit. And so I think, again, they, they both intertwine, but that is like, I think a really great example is just that, that consistency and what I was experiencing when I had the strategy, but still wasn't able to show up. I see that a lot with clients where it's like, it's, and it's a, sometimes I do it as like a tough love call where it's like, no, you don't, you don't need me to talk about DMs again. You don't need me to talk about content. And even on some of the times with the Q and A calls that I do in some of my programs where they're like, Hey, can you talk about this again? It's like, no, because this isn't a strategy issue. If you have all the strategy and you have multiple ways to do something and you're still not doing it, that's where it's starting to dig in and like really address it where it's, you know, it is a mindset thing or it is a fear of being seen or you don't feel confident or you're scared. You know, I find a lot of entrepreneurs get into the online space because they felt some sense of isolation, whether it's in their peer group or just, you know, in their job, or maybe it is more as a child. And with that isolation, you know, there comes the mindset issues of scared of being seen, scared of the hate comments, scared of, you know, kind of that like mean girl energy that sometimes can get given off. But it's so interesting because a lot of people just hear like be more consistent. And I think it's, it's such a vague advice that I also think is bullshit because I'm like, be consistent in what? Have you given your client strategy so that they can know what actions to take? And if they're not taking those actions, then diving into the mindset piece of it, but not diving into, you know, feeling into it and like, what's the word I'm looking here for? Like very surface level mindset of like journaling on what if you signed that client versus getting to the root of it. When it comes to conscious mindset work, how can someone be aware of where they're doing conscious mindset work versus subconscious? Yeah, I also just wanted to say in regards to like your, you know, last couple statements as well too, there's this um, really great principle that when you get certified in NLP that you learn about that has to do with, you know, the subconscious mind and basically like kind of taking control of your reality. Um, And it basically is the idea of just like radical responsibility. So I think what you were saying as far as like clients being like, cool, can we talk about this again? Or can we do this again? It's also like, you know, when we do this mindset work, it allows us to take radical responsibility for the level of action that we're taking. So there's this great principle called being at cause versus at effect, which is basically like understanding um, where you are putting the blame on things outside of yourself. So 
Are you saying like, oh, I'm not signing clients because of the algorithm or because of, you know, X, Y, Z thing versus like saying like, what power do I have to change this situation? Oh, I can get on TikTok to create more visibility. Right. And so I think that that's like the power of doing this, this work as well too, and being aware of where we self-sabotage. And that's what a lot of people that, you know, experience hypnotherapy end up doing because they were building this kind of rapport with their mind is they're like, oh, like I'm blaming the tarot cards. I'm blaming human design. I'm blaming, um, you know, astrology. I'm blaming mercury retrograde when actually like, I just need to like show the fuck up or I just need to like be consistent. And so it's like taking that level of radical responsibility too. Um, in regards to like the conscious versus the subconscious mindset work, the only way that we can do subconscious mindset work is in the theta brainwave state. And there are ways to practice self-hypnosis. There are ways to, you know, get into that um, state that I can talk about in like a little bit. Um, but as far as the conscious mindset work, if people are telling you to just journal or just say these affirmations, you know, every single day, which are the top two things that I hear from people, um, you're, you're basically like creating incongruence in your mind, because if your subconscious mind isn't in line with, you know, you saying I am abundant or I am rich or whatever, um, you're just kind of confusing You're you're confusing your mind and you're working at a conscious level. So nothing is going to actually shift in your reality in the way that you show up or take action in your business. And so when it comes to subconscious stuff, the best ways to actually work with the subconscious mind are hypnotherapy, neuro-linguistic programming, things like EMDR, like you, you mentioned earlier, those are like the top three, um, top three ways. And there's a few others like timeline therapy, um, hypnotherapy is honestly one of the best. And, um, as far as like doing that on your own, because a lot of people ask me that there are ways to do self-hypnosis. I always recommend like you, you really want to go to an expert, right? Like if you're experiencing anxiety or like really severe trauma in your life, you're not just going to be like, oh, well, I can work through this anxiety on my own. Like you're going to go to an expert or go to a therapist, right? And so like once you, um, you know, have worked with someone one-on-one -on -one and you are aware of like what you're working through, then that's when like, okay, we can listen to recording or okay, we can, um, you know, I can do more self-hypnosis or I can add this into my routine. But I always tell people like, if you want to get started somewhere and you actually, you know, want to just do something that works versus just like journaling every single day. And again, I'm not knocking journaling. I'm not knocking affirmations. I think they're, those are great tools to add to your every day. Um, but when they're not helpful anymore is when people get frustrated because they're not actually changing anything for them. So again, I'm not saying like, don't journal because a lot of people really love journaling and it works for a lot of people. Um, as far as like getting their thoughts out and brain dumping and like having that space to, you know, fully like be free in their thoughts. So not saying that to stop that, but, um, a great place to actually start is to, I mentioned earlier, just getting into that theta brainwave state and naturally happens as you are falling asleep. So about 20 minutes um, or less right before you fall asleep, like when you can really feel your body relaxing. And so what I tell people to do to get started is to um, use that time to like visualize their goals. So visualize, you know, a really abundant future in their business that they're really excited for, or visualize, you know, that perfect apartment that they want to move into, or, you know, visualize their like perfect partner, or, you know, just spend that time, like really daydreaming 
or say in that time, like those affirmations or things that you're really working on, like, you know, I am confident or whatever, because you're in that theta brainwave state, this is much more, um, you know, powerful of a time to be working on these things. And the thing is as well, too, since you are naturally in that theta brainwave state, 99% of people like spend the time right before they go to bed, just like ruminating on all the things that are wrong in their lives or all the things that they're stressed about. And then they wake up with stress and they wonder why. And so if we can change this like one small habit um, as we're going to bed and like using that time to like say gratitude or to be really positive or to, um, you know, think again, visualize into their future, you'll start to see little shifts and like how you feel in the morning, your levels of motivation, your confidence, all of the things. So that's where I, I always tell people to start. That's actually a really great, like actionable way to change their mindset. And then, um, you know, same thing in the morning as well, too, since you are in that theta brainwave state for 20 minutes after you wake up, to not immediately get on your phone and actually use that time as like a good time to read a personal development book or listen to a meditation or, um, you know, just spend time with yourself, you know, just like doing gratitude or to um, listen to a visualization or to listen to hypnosis, um, but not immediately get on the news, not immediately, you know, scroll Instagram because we will kind of perpetuate this like stress or anxiety or comparison or whatever by doing so. So those like little small tweaks are a great way to get started. The thing to know about like EMDR or hypnotherapy or anything of that is like ask questions before you do something with someone. I have talked openly about going to EMDR therapy and EMDR isn't just like, it's not casual and there is some popping up of it where it's EMDR liked. Please ask people for their certifications before you get into this. If you're doing anything with the subconscious it's, it's a fine line. And there's a lot of people I know who have experienced EMDR and then they go to try to facilitate it. And it's very different. The same thing goes with hypnotherapy too. It is though, like Addison mentioned, really important as you're like reframing your subconscious mind. And I honestly found that I can relax better now that I've done more hypnosis and really like the, the, the talk down you know, getting down and going down the stairs, like that visualization helps me a lot. I would love for you to touch on like self-hypnosis and how people can kind of get started with that relaxation. If you didn't already with the like book ending of in the morning, spending that first 20 minutes doing something more beneficial than scrolling your phone or before you go to bed, not ruminating. Yeah. So first of all, I just love that you mentioned that as well too, because I have touched on this on Instagram, but there are people that say they do subconscious programming, but they have no certifications or no way to like actually do that. And, um, you know, that's kind of like the discrepancy between a mindset coach and, you know, like, or like a motivational coach, let's say, and like an actual mindset coach that can actually help you see shifts in your life. Right. And so, um, you know, working with a hypnotherapist, especially, or like you said, even EMDR, like I remember, um, you know, when I first started working with my therapist, we were talking about EMDR and she was like, you know, we have to be in like a good place to do this. We don't want to be super triggered. And like, we want to make sure that, you know, you feel safe. And so I love that you touched on that. And then same thing with like hypnotherapy, um, you know, you want to make sure that you feel safe with the hypnotherapist. And there are ways, obviously, like 
you know, I do tons of talking with my clients and building that trust with them before we're going into that state. But um, no one will ever get mad if you ask what certifications they have or, you know, what, um, you know, things that they're actually going to do with you to shift your subconscious beliefs. And so I just love that you touched on that because I have had clients that have told me that coaches have sent them, you know, quote unquote, hypnosis recordings that were, um, they were actually not certified. And so, you know, I'm not going to necessarily say that that's going to hurt your subconscious mind, but if you're paying for someone that can actually help you shift those beliefs, like there is a proper way to do it. There's a reason why, you know, I went through hours and hours and hours of of, you know, hundreds of hours of school plus. And, um, and so like them listening to those hypnosis, quote unquote recordings or whatever, like is not actually going to shift anything for them. And then you've kind of just wasted your money. And so I really like that you touched on that. And then as far as like self-hypnosis goes, um, what I was mentioning before, you can honestly just do like, as you are, you know, slowly falling asleep, like as you are just naturally relaxing, like, you know, rewriting, rerouting your thoughts to like visualization or to, um, you know, positive affirmations or whatever. But another great way that you can do this is you can research um, or Google or, you know, YouTube search body scans, which is like a meditation that basically scans through your body to relax different parts of your body. Or you yourself in your mind can take yourself through different parts in your body to relax. So, a great example was would be like going through, you know, your whole head and your mind and being like, am I holding any tension in any place in, you know, my face or head or scalp, you know, releasing the eyebrows, making sure I'm not holding on to any tension in my jaw and then going through the rest of the body because just naturally, like, you know, if I even check in with my body, like sitting here, I'm like, okay, there's some tension in my shoulders. Like, can I release that? Or, you know, because I'm talking like, there's a little bit of tension in my jaw. So if I was going to do self-hypnosis, I would sit there and kind of like, you know, basically walk myself through like relaxing that and not holding any tension. And you'll naturally start to feel your body relax. Um, something that's really, really cool is that your body is simply a robot that's controlled by the mind. So what the mind says or sees, the body tends to do. And so as you tell yourself to relax, you know, tension, or if you tell yourself to move, right, like you're going to do that. And so, you know, once you kind of start to feel relaxed, that's when you can start, you know, utilizing positive affirmation or visualization and, and almost even like play through your goals in your mind, like you are watching a movie screen. Yeah. It's interesting. Cause it's like top down processing. Your brain is telling your body to relax, but when your body relaxes, some of that somatic, like then it starts getting your brain on board. It's the mind body connection is very interesting. We could probably do a whole nother episode, just diving into everything about that. Cause it's the more you learn about it, the more you like, are like, Oh, like a lot of what may block you or the way you feel it does become present in the body too of that you know as you mentioned before not wanting to be seen getting really nervous or sweating or those types of things Addison's not going to plug it but I will plug it she has a little bundle called it's the dynamic CEO right Yes, it is called, sorry, I didn't realize you were asking the question. It's called, um, it is called the Conscious CEO hyp Hypnosis. It's always in my link in bio under like free, free stuff. Oh, I'm talking about the paid bundle. So for those oh, of you- Oh, okay. No, that's yeah. Dynamic CEO. 
So I literally, we share an OBM, Rain, love her. She, I asked her one time, I was like, okay, I've done hypnosis before and she was doing it with you. And I was like, what about this bundle? Should I do it? And let me tell you all, it is probably one of the best set of collection of hypnosis that I've ever done. It's the way you talk to also helps get down into that relaxed state. Like, even if I don't want to like fully go through a hypnosis, sometimes I just talk to the point where you start like being like, okay, now we're going down the stairs and I'm like, oh, I'm relaxed. Like I, this is all I needed. Uh, we will put that in the show notes, but that is something for someone who, if you're not fully ready to jump into a program, I have those. And actually we have them saved in like our Google drive. So before I go to bed at night, I will actually play those. And I have seen like massive results from it, just uncovering like very interesting, but deep seated beliefs that I never realized were there just through the consistency and through the practice of it. It's not weird. I think a lot of people still get really like, oh, like something's going to happen. No, honestly, sometimes I fall asleep during hypnosis and I've messaged you about this before too. And I wake up the most refreshed I've ever been. Yeah. So I love that you brought that up and that's for entrepreneurs as well too. It's very specific beliefs. I think there's confidence and like inner child stuff. Um, I think that the like biggest thing to remember, if there is fear around trying it, like you are in control of your mind. So at any point you can say your name or you can open your eyes. Like it is not mind control and you're completely in control of your body and you will hear everything that I say, obviously, unless you fall asleep. Um, and so I just think it's important to remember that all hypnosis is, is a natural state of relaxation. And, um, it's almost like a guided meditation and, um, yeah, those, those audios are very powerful and I feel like they shouldn't be $44, but <laughs> they are because I want to give people the opportunity to, to try them. And I tell all of my clients as well too, um, or anyone that has those audios, like listening to them right before bed is the best time. Cause that's what I just mentioned as well too, as far as like self-hypnosis, if you don't have the ability to invest right now is great, but for $44 to listen to one of those every single night as an entrepreneur, like you will see shifts. Um, I had a client that purchased that bundle and listened to the very first um, audio, which is future visualizations, getting like really clear on your goals. And um, she said that she like had such a tangible, like emotional release in her body and, you know, physical release as well too, just like a lot of tension that released. She ended up like crying throughout the session, felt so good after was just like, you know, really felt like the release in her body. And um, she ended up like after listening to that one audio, not even listening to the rest and investing in like a $3,000 container with me, like almost immediately. Cause she was like, oh my gosh, I needed to try that to like, see what this is like. And so that's definitely a great place to start. And you can listen to those, you know, as much as you want, you'll just continue to instill, um, you know, new beliefs. And like you said, you'll probably continue uncovering new things. Um, and you're consistently, you know, with repetition, creating new neural pathways, which again, you're just going to continue to see, you know, more shifts. And then I think the other thing I just want to mention with those bundles as well, too, is that hypnosis is a lot like going or hypnotherapy is a lot like going to the gym. I think some people think, oh, I can listen to, you know, one recording or, oh, I can go to the gym once and I'm going to like, you know, be buff and like have this six pack or whatever, but it's a consistent practice 
that we have to continue to do over time and like build just like the muscles in our body, build new neural pathways in our brain. And so the cool thing about it is that the more that you do it, the easier the shifts happen. So for me now, like I really don't experience a lot of stress in business. I don't experience a lot of fear around money. I don't experience, you know, um, a lot of like emotions that hold me back. I'm very disciplined, very consistent. And that's all hypnotherapy. But when I do notice, you know, something that comes up or if I have, you know, cause I still have anxious days, I still have days where I don't want to show up. I'm really able to easily shift it because I built that rapport with my, my subconscious mind over time. Um, and I still listen to recordings almost every single night because they help me fall asleep and, um, they're just super relaxing as well too. Yeah, I would definitely agree with the consistency thing too. And like, it can be really cool. There are journal prompts at the beginning of them where it's kind of like bringing things to mind. I personally keep all my prompts in the same notebook together so I can see things shifting over. Cause like, I'm very much like, I want to see that change after going to therapy and being such a processor through my journaling. The cool thing I would also say about that too, is that you, I feel like after doing it, so I've had it, what, for a month and a half now, I feel like I am also a very anxious girly. I can feel like I can shift myself out of being anxious just by kind of, it's, it's weird to say, but like, if you know, you know, where I just kind of tap into that state where I'm like, okay, I'm going to take a couple deep breaths. I'm going to kind of scan my body. I'm going to see like, where, where do I feel anxious in my body? And that says a lot of what I'm anxious about. And then it's less of like this very heightened emotion and kind of winding myself up. And it's more like, okay, let me just breathe through it, relax, kind of tap into that and move through being anxious versus kind of sitting there. And I am definitely like a pressure cooker sometimes. So it used to be like sitting there and stewing and pressure cooking until I would like explode to have that emotional release. But you know, that comes with trauma, right? If there was anything that you could leave the listeners with as we kind of wrap up, what would it kind of be or anything that you would want to just bring more significance to for those of them who are listening? Yeah, I think the last thing that I can think about is just kind of like tying it all together, why this is so important for entrepreneurs and why I will will scream, you know, forever, why like all entrepreneurs should utilize hypnotherapy. And it kind of ties in like with what you were just saying around that emotional roller coaster and stuff. So, um, you know, on a day to day, like the way that our brains work, we're essentially processing if we look through all of our senses, like 11 million, you know, plus pieces of information at any given time. And every second we can only take in about 50 of those pieces of information. And so there's a lot that's being ignored around us. And so when, you know, we allow our emotions to dictate how we act in business. So, you know, I'm not feeling good today. I'm not going to show up or, you know, whatever it is, whatever emotion you're feeling, um, when you're focused on that negative emotion or that anxiety, like you mentioned, um, what happens is we naturally, because we're filtering out, you know, millions and millions of pieces of information is that everything that we focus on around us tends to be negative when we're stuck in that place. And so as an entrepreneur, I think one of the biggest like things that will help you succeed is yes, there's a lot of ups and downs in business, but not allowing our mindset and emotions to you know, ride that wave and that roller coaster as well too. being able to easily pull yourself back to, um, 
like you said, regu regulation, because naturally, you know, when we're in that state and we're one, when we're not able to pull ourselves out again, we're focusing on all the bad um, and we're not able to see all the opportunities, abundance, you know, creativity around us. And so we really limit our own success. And so it's like, we need to stop negotiating or, you know, seeing our emotions as law and allowing them to pass, allowing them to regulate. And so again, like hypnotherapy is, I don't think we really touched on this, but because of that mind body connection, we are naturally regulating your nervous system. And so you find that you're able to deal with the natural stresses of entre entrepreneurship much easier. And so on a day to day, like, it's like, we're looking for all the good, we're feeling good. We're looking at all the opportunities around us. We're more creative. And with that, you make more money. And so I just think that that's also important to touch on as well, too. And just like bringing all of that together and like why, you know, doing hypnotherapy or any sort of nervous system regulation and, um, you know, bringing that mindset work to your everyday and business is so, you know, important. And it's, it's small things too. It's like, small things like I'm not stressed about money anymore, or, you know, I swipe my card and I don't feel a physical reaction in my body or, you know, one client, you know, I messed up with small, this small thing. I don't have to let this ruin my entire day or entire week. It's okay. I'm human. It's like giving yourself grace. I could go on with lists like that, but it's focusing on the good, which brings more good and allows us to focus on more opportunity and the ability to, you know, like bring more good into our lives and bring more money into our lives and be more creative. And so I think that kind of like nicely ties everything together. Yeah. I didn't even really think about the regulation until, uh, until you like mentioned it recently, we have like an outside seating area and it's like right at the edge of our patio. And I had my computer and I had a full large coffee and the dogs hit the the table and my computer and the coffee just went tumbling into the dirt and that used to would have that would have like derailed my whole day and I remember just like cleaning it up and telling the dogs to get away from it and then just like moving on with it I never thought about the regulation that is such a good piece yeah so, that's, that's um I think that's a great like small synchronicity like things that you don't even notice and that's like why after doing subconscious reprogramming, I'm like, pay attention to how you speak to yourself, how you react, like small things in your life. Um, like a great, this is just like a small little story, but um, I had told Rain this story when it happened because um, very similar with my dogs, I had left um, like a an envelope of, I think it was like $1,700 in cash on my um, table and I was on a call or something and like had shut the door and left my dog in the rest of my house and he um, got the envelope and tore apart $1,700 in cash and um, everyone like my boyfriend had come over later and was like oh my gosh I can't believe that happened aren't you mad aren't you angry and I was like honestly like I don't I feel neutrality towards money so like yes, that's a lot of money, but also like, there's a way like the bank will take it back. Like we can put it back together. There's no reason for me to be mad about my dog. Like it happened, you know, part of it is on me. I shouldn't have left the, the cash on the table. Like I was just so calm about it. And that was another time for me where I was like, wow, like I've just come so far. Cause that's, that's something a couple of years ago that I literally, it would have set me back for days, maybe weeks where I just would have stressed and stressed and stressed. And um, you know, and I think then like going through that situation, like the next day I went to the bank and they're like, oh yeah, this is fine. Like we can replace them. Um, cause we can send them back. Like, and again, I don't know what they do with the money, but, but it was like a really easily fixable problem. But 
in the past, I would have let that completely derail my entire day. So it's like, it's little things like that. Not that that $1,700 is a little thing, but you see what I'm saying. Oh yeah. It's such a doodle thing too, to shred money (laughs) or to shred anything. I have half golden doodle and like, he would live on top of me if he could. And like, I remember one time he shredded a whole, he would shred his blankets and his crate when I used to create him. Now I don't create him. I just like let him roam around because he's, he's nine now. So he's a lot older, but he would, they get nervous and they shred things. It's so crazy. But yeah, I could definitely, it's so interesting too, because you can see the regulation versus the dysregulation. And even if you get a little bit dysregulated, you can calm yourself back down versus like continuing to go in that direction. I love everything that you post and that you do. If they also love you the same way that I do, where can they catch up with you? Yeah, so I am super active on Instagram. So the best way to like reach out to me or ask me any questions with mindset or hypnotherapy is um, Instagram. So it's at, it's Addison Bowen and um, I'm always in my DM. So you guys can reach out. I respond and um, will always answer questions. And then a great place to get started with me is just checking out the link in my bio, or if Megan puts it in the show notes, um, both the conscious CEO free hypnosis, as well as that dynamic CEO bundle, that's $44. Um, that's a great place to get started with experiencing hypnosis and just trying it on your own and, um, you know, doing it in the safety of your home as well too, if you are a bit nervous, but I'm always happy to answer any questions and yeah, my content has been a little bit spicy recently. So definitely like go check out my my page. I don't call it spicy. I would just like, I would say that you're just like calling out the things that a lot of people feel uncomfortable talking about, which is just a continued testament of the work that you've done and the regulation and reprogramming the subconscious. Like I think some, sometimes people just, there is this fear to say things, right? There is this fear to like call things as they are, which that is what I've always loved about it. And I'm going to go back and listen to this whole episode too. Thank you so much for being on today. Yeah, it was, this was so fun. And like, I could talk for like six more hours. So <laughs> I was saying, maybe I'm we'll always, just need a. Always open to coming back and talking about stuff more in depth. Yes. We'll have to have you come back. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Bye. Bye.